How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey cuties, I'm Miles Sexton, a content creator, activist, and loud and proud disruptor of the norm. On Our Private Bits, we talk about all things and people that don't get talked about enough, or at all. Trust me, as a sober, HIV-positive, non-binary person, I would know. Join me as I chat with people in my life and from around the world whose stories deserve to be heard. Maybe you'll learn something new, and you will definitely LOL. All right, cuties. Today on Our Private Bits, we will share an epic love story about how one trans man named Tyler Austin got friend-zoned hard for eight years and how he crawled his way out into my heart. <laughs> Want to say hi, babe? Oh, hey, everyone. <laughs> well, I'm so excited because I feel like we get asked all of the time on social media how we met and what that story was. And, you know, Tyler and I have known each other for 12, 12 years. years. It's been yeah. such a long time. And I feel like we've had definitely an adventure of like coming in and out of each other's lives. Um, fate yes fate has stepped in it did it did and and I think it's a true story about not like sometimes it's just not the right moment you know it's so true we've had a lot of those not right moments but yet we keep finding each other back in each other's lives exactly. which is kind of it's kind of crazy it's true we keep like we knew I think we both knew that something was there but some just... of us were too stubborn <laughs> being Aries is and... stubborn the right word <laughs> I feel like stubborn's the right word <laughs> okay but let's go back to the beginning of how we met and i want to just like get into this story because i think it's really cute and i feel like everyone obviously wants to know because i feel like it's our, one of our most requested questions it's definitely one of our most requested questions for sure so when i moved to toronto from nova scotia i met this incredible armenian family who became kind of my chosen family but ironically which was kind of funny is that tyler also knew that family Right. Prior, like prior yeah. to us meeting. Prior right? to us meeting. Yeah. They would uh, come to the bar that I used to work at and uh, have drinks and watch drag shows. And uh, we became pretty close ourselves. And they uh, started introducing me and inviting me to their family holidays, which, yes. first of all, the, the cooking is unreal. Oh my God, it was so good. But they would throw these like huge dinners. And I feel like it was like a whole group of like misfits, like all coming together it definitely for was. this dinner, yeah. you know? was so cute but there was one in particular the first one that we met at was like a thanksgiving dinner yes and I, we both showed up with our partners awkward i remember this like distinct moment that there was like i remember like finally meeting tyler because i like had seen you on facebook like prior to that like moment we've seen each other around exactly and then i remember like finally meeting you and we like locked eyes and it was like so awkward because like we both Sparks were there with were flying. our boyfriends <laughs> Sparks were flying, you know, it was like that like movie moment where you lock eyes and just can't not 
look away. It's so true. But I also think it's really funny because I feel like we were both dating people that were like similar to each other. (laughs) Like it was just like, I felt like we were like this like doppelganger sort of moment where like I was dating this like heavily tattooed Latino guy that was like the same height as you. (laughs) And And I was dating a tall, skinny drag queen with long hair. Yeah. So (laughs) what does that tell you? Maybe we have a type. (laughs) But anyway, but I just like, I I don't know. I remember like in my head thinking that moment, like, I don't know, there was like, I, I think like when you like talk about like a spark or that there's something like, I just remember looking into your eyes and just like, feeling something and that feeling like always had stayed with me I think like over those like sort of 10 years until we really like fully connected again because like you know we cross paths like in the bar and and yeah we cross paths all the time I just feel like every time we did cross a path it was like uh we had to stop and talk or catch up or you know we wouldn't talk for a couple months and yeah a a text or a message over Facebook would happen and it would just like re-spark this whole but we also were like connection I feel like every time like I got in a relationship you got single or like yeah vice versa like I, I I feel like we never like timing was never on our side it really wasn't until like I think I was like what 26 or 27 maybe when I think so when we like finally went on our first date Uh, yeah right yeah I think it was our first date you were 27 I was probably 29 or just turning 30 and we went on our first date what did we do on that first date Tyler and how, how did that how did that happen, Tyler? How do we like finally like break the ice of a girl on a date? I don't know how. Do I don't. Do you? Ah, you don't. I remember. don't remember. I don't. I don't remember who initiated. Oh, where, was it on Bumble? No, it was, it was on it was Tinder. Tinder. That's right. And so I was so afraid <laughs> to message. Like, I, you know, because like when you're friends with someone for so long and you're like have a crush on them, but then you also like don't want to get right. rejected. So like. I remember sending you like a like on like. Tinder, seeing it, like how you would respond. Cause I was like, you know, like, oh, I would sort of like dip my toe in the water <laughs> and see what would happen. That's right. And we matched on Tinder. I totally yeah. forgot about Tinder. Yes. I can't, I couldn't remember who initiated that. That's right. Yeah. And then Do I remember think who I, asked you out who? You asked me out for dinner. <laughs> you asked me out for dinner. <laughs> I did. You finally asked me out for dinner, but I did send the first message on Tinder. You did. I did. Yeah, that's true. So we went for pizza. I was like working up in Newmarket. Newmarket. And I was working. I, I, yeah, I was on the railway at that time. Yeah. And, and then, I showed up in my work uniform. Which I love. Like, <laughs> I don't know about you. But, like, the good old cargo pants. have like a sexy construction worker fantasy over here. So like I remember <laughs> you showing up and it was, I was like, oh, hot damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were in tall, skinny pants with your big beaver hat on. <laughs> Love a big hat. Uh, but yeah, I, just, I don't know. But then I feel like I remember having that dinner and it was like... I was I so like, nervous. So was I. But I, I feel like the conversations were pretty good. Like, I feel like we were flowing, even though we were nervous. Was it de- yeah, we got into some good in-depth conversations. Yeah. There was a lot of smiling. My cheeks really hurt. I was blushing a lot, I think. But it's so funny, though, because, like, the thing that impressed me about that date wasn't, like, the date <laughs> itself. It was, like, after. So, like, as we were sitting there, it, like, literally started to, like, Snow. blizzard outside. And I was, like... Oh shit, like I have a long drive to get back mm-hmm. downtown. And like I was like trying to be present in the moment in the state, but I also was like getting worried about driving driving back home because it was like really coming down. Like see, I, I would like to say that I'm never uh like a prince charming or like an uh you know prince riding in on a horse. I'm more like the idiot in tinfoil, but I have <laughs> okay. my moments, you know, like I'll have like my little moments I'll do. And, you know. I, and uh your car was covered in snow. Yes. 
and you didn't have a snow brush. <laughs> like, because who would ever be prepared? Who would ever be prepared in a Canadian winter? <laughs> like not miles, obviously. I am the worst when it comes to like practical things like that. So instead of walking over to my truck first, mm-hmm. I cleaned yours off. You did. It was so cute. To make sure you could get home safe. But it was like really funny because like I remember like sitting in my car thinking like, oh my God my car off because there was like four inches of snow on it and and then like I, I see you like coming over with a snow brush and like literally my heart like exploded because I was like that is romance I think that was like such a cute little gesture that like really showed me I think like your true colors of like who you are as a person and I, I like respected <laughs> that I respected that so much that you did that you respected so. that so much to then tell me that we didn't have a spark going forward okay but also listen so <laughs> At this point, when we started going on our first, like, set of dates, I also, like, just got out of, like, a really, like, it was a very short relationship, but it was a very intense relationship for me. For me, Like, I don't know. I feel like we've all had those relationships where we, like, fall super hard for someone, mm-hmm. and then they just, like, fucking just, like, rip your heart out of your chest and step on it and, like, don't give a shit about you. So, like... It's true. We both got out of a terrible yeah. relationship. You you had that I one. So and I was in a relationship for a couple of years. Yeah, with, like, you were. Where kids were involved. Exactly. And that was, like, we both needed to pick up our pieces, even though I was about, you know, wanted to hand out my heart like, yeah. straight to you. But you are. Like, I feel like you, in the beginning, I feel like you came across, like, very much, like, you just wanted to, like, give me so much love. And I felt like it almost, like, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> At the beginning, because I just like, I wasn't like, I wasn't ready to receive it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we were so used to, you know, being in horrible relationships or not being treated the way that we're supposed to be treating. So when somebody actually is willing to like knock on your door and be like, hey, like I actually, you know, this is what I'm, this is what I want to give you. And this Mm -hmm. is, you know, just take all my love. It is scary. But I think it's interesting because isn't it, I, I, I really do find it fascinating that we as humans are almost like more attracted to the rejection or like the relationships where we're like afraid like we know that the person isn't giving us 100% and we're having to like try to fight for their love and get that and pull Mm -hmm. that love from them Mm -hmm. but like that's what feels comfortable so like those are the relationships that we keep going back to what's that say about society as a whole that like you know that we're so used to just being like oh yeah give me the asshole that just rips out my heart all the time but that's just it it's like we I think we experience it over and over and over again that it becomes familiar Mm -hmm. right and that's like so unhealthy and I think it's like it's important that we needed to break those scripts And I really, like, I think I really needed to, like, go through that because, like, you were so ready to give me so much love, but I was, like, in no place ready to receive it, even though, like, you were everything that I, like, ever dreamed of and, like, everything that I would write down on these, like, you know, I would, like, write these manifestation notes of, like, the perfect partner that I would want. And, like, you know, when when I go back and look at it, you were all of those things, but, like, I was so afraid. It It wasn't the time, right? We both, I feel like, had to work through some like past trauma and be able to get mm-hmm. on with, um, you know, what was, we're so used to like yeah. the, the, un, you know, unrealistic norms that we were so used to. We had to kind of work through that and take our time, I guess. Totally. But yeah. I think, it, I think it, it really talks to the point of like, I think a lot of people get into relationships for the wrong reason. Oh, totally. And that I think like we both had a lot of healing that needed to happen in order to be like, we, I think we needed to love ourselves enough to be able to we then definitely, love someone else. Yeah, we right? definitely needed to discover ourselves again and like what was important for us and discovering that we're okay 
by ourselves to make, you know, a better pair of, you know, the time that we weren't together. Yeah. I mean, you rediscovered like your love for outdoors mm-hmm. and we're being more independent and not relying on everybody. And, and same with me. I was, I was doing the same thing, you know, taking my time, doing the self care thing, going yeah. on hikes. I think we both, a lot of time like, on the water. You, I think we both relied on a lot of like other people to validate ourselves. Yeah. Or I, relied on people to like, you know, that's how we both show affection. Right. Yes. So we had to have somebody in our life because that would, that's what makes us happy is, yeah, we is think giving, that we're not whole unless we have someone, right, and giving right? and giving. So yeah, I cleaned off your car. Yes. <laughs> we got really ha- sidetracked there. <laughs> Welcome to the norm. <laughs> what, what happened after that? Miles, what happened after I was a gentleman who cleaned off of your car? Uh, so we we had another date. You I, I think you came over for dinner, wasn't it? Yes, you made me. I don't remember. Probably pasta. Something with like veggies in it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> or was it our sushi date? I can't remember. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't remember. That's so bad. But I, yeah, we ended up coming over. Things had like a very spicy turn. <laughs> yes, a very, a very spicy pent up. I think yeah, couple I think years. There was a of lot of like sexual tension there. there. So we end up hooking up. Now I also need to preface. <laughs> Don't preface nothing. Oh, what? No, 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 no. I, I just need to say that, like, I think for me anyway, I was so nervous because, like, up until like that point, like I had never been with a trans man. It's true, yeah. you know. And so, like, it's so funny. I think I told you this, but like the night before that, I knew you were coming. I like in my head, <laughs> I was like okay, like, I, I I need to, like, do as much research. I just don't want it to be, like, awkward if we do have sex. So, like, watching all of this, like, trans porn. I, I was just going to say, it was, like, research meeting, probably watch, watching porn. Because I feel like that's that's the best kind of research, right? Like, I, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Google, Google doesn't do enough. Let's go straight yeah, to porn. Well, Let's go straight to Pornhub. But Let's... I was, like, watching, like, all kinds. Like, I was, like, okay. It's, like, I think I feel like I did my research. Like, I went on, like, all spectrums of, like, from, like, really kinky to like really <laughs> vanilla and I was like okay I think just, I can do this you know because I also just like I, I don't know I didn't want to make you feel uncomfortable too or like I feel like Miles came out of the gate like a porn star you know like just I'm sorry I, did. I was <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like no you know like, like most most related like slow build yeah there's like that sexual tension Miles stayed up all night watching this crazy porn so like came out Came out the gate like way too educated, I feel like, you know. <laughs> I was like, I just need to be, you know, like, I'm like, ugh, I gotta be like dominant and like try to like, I'm, yeah, I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. But it was amazing. I felt like our chemistry was incredible. It was probably the best sex I've, I've ever had. I agree. It was, I think, I just, I and the, when I say like the best sex that I ever had, I just mean the emotional connection was there. Yes. I feel like you know in the queer community, a lot of us are you know with the hookups that happen mm-hmm. and just like a quick you know let's uh, see who's on grinder or scruff. Like right? it's exactly it's so surface. It's based on uh, how hot are you without your shirt on. Yes. You know, is your face match your your body? Totally. And there's no conversation here. I feel like the eight years or whatever leading up to that, like first time that we hooked up, was just. There was so much more than just just having sex. Totally. I honestly, it was it was mentally stimulating all at the same time as much as it was physically. I really like you know it's as cheesy as it is. I felt like our like bodies like 100%. became like this one entity, you know, for this moment that we were having sex. And I I really I felt like I hadn't really like experienced I that sexually yeah. before. You know? I definitely so that, didn't. Either. That was like very eye opening. It was a very I intense for me, but it was also like terrifying for me because yeah. then I was like. 
a total asshole to you. And like, <laughs> I, was, I had to go on a work trip to LA at the time. And, and I was going to Vegas with a buddy at the same yes, weekend. We were going literally. to Vegas. And you were like texting me like so much. Like, and I was there like working and you were like texting me all the time. And I was like, oh, I feel like this person wants to get married. And I was like freaking out. And I was like, <laughs> I just had this like amazing experience with them. And then like, now I'm like, oh my God, it's like too many emotions and too many feels. I guess I, so. Like, I, I guess I came on pretty strong, but in the sense of like, you know, I think it was for me, like we've yeah. known each other for so long and then yeah. finally had that moment where totally. it was like, man, like I, I don't want to let you go. Like I, yeah. I want you in my life. You just well, can't I think like, you were ready. I wasn't, you, you know, like you were like, you were ready to like give yourself to me. And I was for like, sure. still, I still needed some healing. <laughs> okay i've waited eight years let's just <laughs> add another let's just add another couple <laughs> okay. this was also at the beginning of the pandemic it was which i think was like a very uncertain time like the pandemic like happened like right after that trip basically it like, did, yeah. that was in i think february yep. and then like march like things shut down mm-hmm. you know and then yeah my also maybe we didn't have a spark and basically i got put I back in the fun zone again after yeah you were such a horrible liar and i even called you out on it i was like how can you even tell me that right but whatever, here we are. That's okay. Okay, doing a podcast now. That's true. You know, I, mean, things, I think things worked out. But okay. <laughs> so then it was interesting. So like fast forward a little bit. And, you know, like I would definitely like creep Tyler's like Instagram like all the time. I feel like you would slide into my DMs a lot. Like I feel like I wasn't messaging you. I feel like you were like kind of like periodically like checking in with me. I would, me, yeah. I would like, just text say like, hey, you know, obviously... I've watched you grow as an individual since you came here, like yes. through like your, your modeling and uh, doing your social media stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I was proud of you. Like, yeah. you know, I, I definitely knew baby miles and watching totally. you grow into who you are today is like, it was so, I don't, I don't know. I had like the second, you know, like the, the proud cheerleader in the back, you know, yeah. even though I really wasn't like a part of your every day, but yeah, I would shoot you messages and see how, how everything was going and make sure you were okay. It's true. But then like, I would like, be Ghost kind of me. excited and then i would like no but then you had written i remember like distinctly that you had written like taken in oh, yeah. your instagram caption i did and i was like oh, like man like i finally felt like i was like ready to like let tyler in again and then i noticed that and i was like i don't know it was like a little knife in my heart and i was like oh, like i really like i did it again i like let that person get away you know and i I feel like like if you reached i feel like if you reached out to me though like i feel like if you were like listen like you know let's let's try this again i i could have happened sooner yeah but i also didn't want to like be that person that's like gonna break someone up from if they're in a relationship again like i didn't want to be that person you know so i've only been waiting nine years at this point for you to be that person but but, like who knows maybe you were like in love with the person that you were taken with oh taken with with instagram (laughs) <laughs> that I met over the pandemic, met once, and then like got oh, ghosted. Literally, that's yeah. my life story. I I just need to. We need to do an episode on how many times Tyler's been ghosted. <laughs> I I feel like <laughs> you know, like, we'll call it the Ghostbuster episode. <laughs> the Ghostbuster episode, right? Like so ridiculous. Yeah, but then so then things got a little dark, and it was like I think like fast forward. Or was it like maybe a year? later or i think so it was probably about a year yeah, a year and a bit 20, later um, yeah maybe just over a year and it was like in the summer i found out the news that my grandfather had passed away yeah. and i was like devastated like my grandfather for me was 
like probably like the closest like male figure that I really had in my life. You guys were really and close. We were. And like he taught me so much and I idolized him for like who he was. And so like losing him, I was so devastated. Like I was beside myself. And then I'm also in like the middle of a pandemic. The like provincial government in Nova Scotia locked me out of Nova Scotia. Yeah, which is so crazy. Like the whole pandemic thing to not allow family members to yeah, travel like, to see people who are passing away or whatever was just. But they didn't consider my grandfather as immediate family. Which like if it was my mom crazy. or dad, it would. But like it's like how can a government like choose who your family is, right? Like you don't know like who's been there and who hasn't, mm-hmm. right? Like just because like I'm have blood parents like doesn't mean that they're like my immediate family like they can't prove that you know so I really fought it hard and I was like posting on social media and like really fighting up against this and whatever so like you had noticed that I was like posting about all of this drama yeah I I noticed that you were posting about all the drama going on and knowing how close you and your uh, grandfather were it was just like man this is crazy that this is happening to you and I could tell how upset it was making you in general Mm -hmm. I mean you may not have gotten to go back at all yeah. Or, or I, like you didn't end up visiting him before he passed no, away. No, I never you, got you, to see him before he no, died because they wouldn't let me in. Because it, it was taking so long for yeah, you even to, to just to get, get over. Approved. Which is, you know, unfortunate to not have those last moments. And yeah. you know, I had reached out and to make sure that you were mentally okay and yeah. offered if you needed anything or in a, in a year. Here I am again. Your it's idiot true. in tinfoil reaching out. It's true, but like, I th- I feel like in that moment when you reached out like I I don't know it, it like it really also did like change something inside of me because it was just like it was like the you cleaning off my windshield it was like again I felt like you were showing your mm-hmm. true colors because you know a lot of even my close friends they didn't they weren't really there for me like through that moment and like you know I was like posting being very upset on social media and I, I just like it kind of really bothered me that the people that were like closest to my life like didn't show up for me and then like you were that person that was like showing up for me and in a way that I was like hoping other people would and I don't know it just like I was like you know I I remember like having a conversation with my friend and being like and he was like you need to date this guy like why are (laughs) you like you know like look how amazing he's been and like you have been on like only a couple dates you know and and so like I don't know I was like you know what I need to like really like lean into my discomfort and just like go for this so thank god <laughs> like, you know I, it's like the uh, it's like a nicholas sparks book you know like I feel, I feel like it's the notebook the queer version of the notebook totally you know i'm your noah who just never gives up hey i i appreciate it i think i needed it and <laughs> you know i don't know i feel like you've opened me up to just like a love that i think that i always like wish that i had and like, I, yeah, I don't know. I think, I, I think both of us gave that to each other though, because, you know, we both have been in some pretty terrible relationships totally. and uh, we didn't realize or even know how to accept when people are giving love back. And even though we're. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Completely different, yes. right? On a surface level, oh, right? No. Like absolutely completely different. I feel like our core values and our interests yeah. are exactly the same. And it's weird having somebody who literally mimics your energy and is always up for any shenanigan. It's true. Like, I feel like we're very much, yeah, like you said, like, I think we're so similar on like we're so, so many levels. But like, we're so similar in like so many ways, like in the good and the bad, because I think the things that we get pissed off at e- about with each other, we both do. A hundred percent. And so like, I get so mad about it. And then I have to, I'm like, oh, I also do that. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, so oh, true. now I'm mad at myself. About it's it, so you know? true. Like, I feel like anytime we get heated and it's the same with the positive things, too, right? Like, I think that we both like have such a love for like nature and being active. Yeah. You know, like that was like really important Just, for me. And, and pushing each other outside their comfort zones. Yes. Right. Like, Agreed. even when we're doing... Miles will call me out on my on my shit if I'm like being the overly cautious one, right? But then I'll tell you that you're being stubborn. I'll watch you try to still do whatever you're asking me to do, and then watch you pout about it when it can't happen. It's true. I am. Uh, I love adrenaline. I'm definitely an adrenaline junkie. So definitely. <laughs> so we went on a couple of dates. You finally cracked the nutshell yeah. and gave me a shot. I did. And how was that? It was, it was during the summer. But I feel like, oh my God, I'm like trying to remember all of it now. A lot happened. I invited you up to my house. But didn't we have, I think like our next time that we saw each other, we ended up just like hooking up again. Didn't oh, we? Oh, that's... Think, I think so, like, you yeah, came over. I came over and you took me on a super cute date yeah. uh, down to Cherry Beach. Right, we went and had the picnic. We, my, yeah, you picked, okay. <laughs> we picked up my favorite sushi. I did. I we did. went down to Cherry Beach. Uh, we watched the sunset. We watched the sunset. So uh, <laughs> Miles made me swim in Lake Ontario and I'm glad that nobody came out with a third arm. I mean, well, speak for yourself. <laughs> Okay. All right. Settle yourself down. Don't make me. <laughs> yeah, we came and then and then we got went back to your house. And then I basically immediately stripped you of your disgusting Lake Ontario Speedo. And then we tried to have sex in the shower, but like I'm so tall and like <laughs> I'm pocket size. Like, it was like me trying to do like a perma squat to like have sex and like that wasn't happening. I'm, My legs were so sore. I think I had ran like a really long distance that morning as well. Like, excuses, excuses. Yeah. If you <laughs> you would have made it happen. Yeah, yeah. We just need to figure out our positions. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'm pocket sized. Yeah. You just have to you know work on the upper body strength so yeah. you can. Hold hold me up a little bit longer. 
their limp wrists. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yep. And then we had a couple more dates every time I was working downtown. Yeah. I would come down and see you. But it was like so cute. I feel like Tyler was the, I don't know, like you really like knew how to like make me swoon. I feel like. Did I? What did I do? I don't know. Like every time I saw you, you would do like something that was just like so stinking cute. And like, you know, like Tyler would have to get up at like 430 or like five in the morning. I'd leave you little notes. There's like no way I would like wake up. I am not a morning person. And like I'd come into the bathroom and there'd be like a piece of toilet paper with like a little like note on it. And like literally my heart would like explode. (laughs) And I I just thought it was like so cute and adorable. I would leave you notes, little little notes to wake up to. Yeah, it was so sweet. Or uh, Or I'd bring you a potted plant, even though you had a thousand of them and didn't need any more. It's a hotbed plant. I didn't murder it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to murder it. We don't have enough room in our house. (laughs) But yeah. yeah. And then I I don't know. I feel like things like, I feel like they like escalated like quite quickly. I was just going to say, I feel like they escalated quite quickly. Like I think we, we both are the people. So one of our first conversations, first of all, let's get back to this for a second. So when we used to talk on the phone a lot, right. And we'd talk on the phone a lot. And the very first question Miles asked me was what is my love language? Uh-huh. That is the gayest thing anybody can ever ask. It is important, but who does what you you tell me one. I would love to know for anybody who is straight and listening, I would love to know if if any dude has ever asked that question to honestly, a lady. Like, I think it's like from a compatibility standpoint. It is like, it is like I honestly it's like a game break, a game changer for me because it's like if if your love languages like don't really match up. It's true. Then I don't know if you're going to have a sexual relationship because I don't think that you can change people. No, you can't. So, so that was, I remember that being strictly like your first question that you ever asked me. And we're compatible on that on I some points. So. I mean, your first love language is physical touch and I run like a furnace. So I don't need you on me all the time. That's true. But I, but I do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just smaller than there. We also got a dog. So like, you know, that helped to like, you know, redirect some of my like need. Of yeah, now we just touch. have an overly needy dog. Well, I mean, <laughs> so for, you can't change people, so just get a dog. <laughs> yeah, so just get a dog. Yeah, so that was one of the first questions, and then I, what was I gonna say? You asked me. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. The, the I, I'm sure there. I like put you through like the, the psychoanalysis, the ringer. Yeah, <laughs> but. The compatibility. So anyways, I lost my train of thought on that. I'm sure I'll come back. Yeah. But then, I don't know. Then I think like, you know, things, like we were saying earlier, I feel like things like escalated like quite quickly. That's what I was going to say. Escalated quite quickly. And you told me, I was like, you know, we we didn't know what we were. We were just dating at that point. We were just seeing each other. And I specifically asked you, I was like, but what is that? Yeah. What does that mean? Uh Like, are we exclusively dating and, and all that? And you're like, oh, I'm just, you know. Seeing how it is, and in my head, I'm like, okay, great. I'm just gonna stay in the friend zone with benefits, I guess. I've moved, <laughs> I've moved from the friend zone to the benefit friend zone, I guess. One step closer, babe. It is one step closer, right? And then, but I also like, like I was like falling hard, and oh, I didn't, totally. and I didn't want you to know. Oh, either. I knew. Like I was trying to play like hard to get a bit because, like, I feel like I'm the type of person whenever I get into a relationship, we just both jump I, in like head first. I don't even look. I just no. like, I'm like, give it a 150 million percent. And, and I was, was like trying say. not to do that with you because I just like, I wanted. 
We want know. to have that like dating, yeah. right? Because I feel like we both don't take that opportunity. Like, has I, I'm sure other people have been in that situation where you're like so enamored with somebody yeah. that you you go from like one or two, maybe three dates, and then like it's like you're in like a long term relationship. All of a sudden, you guys aren't dating anymore. You know, the little things aren't happening, and like I feel like that's both of us. We just jump in, yes, give it everything. And then pick up the broken pieces a couple months later. It's true. <laughs> uh, like this literally. Is, and, and I didn't want that. I remember us having that conversation being like, I don't want to jump in slow. right away. We're taking it slow. That lasted for I, I, a couple months. I was pretty impressed. Yeah. I mean, I think like, it was like really like four, three, yeah, three or four months. Three or four months of like dating. Dated, like going on dates. Yeah. And, and like, you would, uh, I was living in a place where we were, I was on the lake. Yeah, and you're about like an hour and and a half like north of me yeah it's from toronto so it yeah. was kind of like a getaway from you too and you would come up and spend time on the lake yeah like on the weekends on the weekends i love that and then uh yeah then just i remember us having do you remember that really heartfelt talk we were saying on my sea do <laughs> and we we're saying in the middle of the lake yeah i don't i don't fully like what do you remember of this i don't remember all, everything that we said but i think we like um basically we're kind of like confessing that we both like, were like falling, yeah. super falling for totally. each other, but like also talking about like the past of like yeah. us, you know, coming into each other's lives. And we had this like crazy heart to heartfelt talk in the middle of the lake. Yes. I think we ended up both being extremely sunburnt. Yeah, we were just sitting out there. But I think that was the moment I knew. I think that's the moment I knew that I was like, oh man, I think, I think this is it. I think I remember in that moment, I thought you were going to tell me that you loved me. And I yeah. was like, and I was like a bit oh no is it too soon like, <laughs> am i gonna say it back and i was like freaking out and no. uh, a little bit in a good way i but, think I, like, like i i think i knew i loved you yeah honestly like you know when you meet people in your life and you just know you have that connection mm -hmm. i can honestly say probably the first time i ever met you i was like i, I i'm in love with this person yeah. i don't know enough about you but i like i i but on that lake we were saying on the sea do i think that's when i knew that i was actually falling in love with you and then it was really funny because I feel like after that moment, like, I feel like there was like a, a few weeks period, like in between before we actually said it. And there yes. was like so many moments where we would just be like looking at each other. Yeah. And like, we, we, I think we both knew that we, we wanted, wanted to say, say it, it, but we didn't say no. it. Um, but then we went on our first like trip together and we, yeah, went, we went to Manitoulin to Island. Yeah. And that was like, I, yeah, I had planned out like a bunch of different hikes for us. Before that, though, we yeah. went to your friends for Midland Pride. And that was the weekend that you told me you loved me. Oh my god, I'm mixing it up. Right. I know, see? Oh, oh. wow. Just... Oh crap. Right, right, right. Because oh my god, I'm, I'm totally like blending the two together. Okay, wait. So backtrack <laughs> a bit. Yeah, right. We went, we went to, to see my friend. Yeah, for Midland Pride. We had we like a quite an intense like weekend. That was our whole that was like our first time. Okay, yeah. So let's backtrack because you're totally right. I did. I'm mixing the two stories about like when we made it official and like when we said that we loved each other. Right? Because we... That's right. I I think... Did we go to Manitoulin before? Yeah, we went to Manitoulin before. Okay, you're right. Yeah. And then it See, was I, okay. and then it was your friend. And then we went to my friends afterwards. That's right. That's okay. right. That's right. It was like a couple of weeks apart. That's yes, why it's exactly. kind of like that's why we're blending them all together. Yeah. So you planned this amazing trip to Manitoulin Island. Yes. For us to go for hikes. Yes. And uh, I think it was like the first day that we got there. We went to what was it called? The teacup so like the saucer? Was the, it, no, it wasn't cup and saucer. Was it cup and saucer? I feel Maybe. like it was, 
something. I think like it was like that. the teacup lookout or maybe the soft. I don't know. Either way, it was a very beautiful lookout up in Manitoulin. Yes. And we went up there and we were taking some shots for you for yeah, your it was such like, a fun day. social media and just like walking hand in hand, just kind of talking about like life and getting to know each other more and totally. talking about families and yeah, that was I was so nervous that whole day. Literally, you were being so awkward. I was being so awkward. And I was like, and then I also like I had it in my head like, oh, this trip, like I think like I want to make it like official. And yeah. like I want I was gonna like ask Tyler too. And then we were like almost done like the day that we spent like out hiking. hiking. And then you like turned around and looked at me. I turned around, yeah. I like grabbed your hand and I yeah. every time I went to go like say or ask you know the question to Miles of like making it official, there'd always be like a family behind us or oh, like yeah, the dog so would run true. by or like something would happen. And then so like it was just like inevitably delayed. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, this is never gonna happen. And then uh we finally got a moment alone while we were walking and I grabbed your hand and I just like looked you in the eye and basically asked you if you wanted to do life with you. Yeah, exactly. That's that's Tyler's signature. Do you want to do life? Do you want to do life with me? I think it's so cute. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because it's not just dating. It's not just, you know, wanting to be in a relationship. I want to yeah. do like, I want to do everything in life with you. I respect that. Right. But it was like a magical trip. And I remember like we got to our Airbnb that night mm-hmm. and it was just like a sunset that I had never seen before. It's so gorgeous. It was like life. cotton candy Handy, skies, exactly. but like. To the max. Like, I've never seen colors that vibrant before. Literally. And, and there I made was, a like, fire. all these birds everywhere. We were at oh, yeah, the bird, bird sex island. Literally. <laughs> it's like an island where all these birds go. Like, right across from us. And, yeah, it was just, like, I don't know. I felt like it was, like, this moment out of a movie. It was, it was, totally, it it was, was perfect. So it was perfect. It. And then... Yeah, and then, like, fast forward, I guess. Like, I think it was, like, a couple weeks later. It must have been a couple weeks later. Because it, it was... Yeah, it was Midland Pride. We went up to your friend's house. Yes. Out in the country. Totally. We just had like a really fun like weekend together. Yeah, meeting. I met your friends. I met like a bunch of your friends that weekend. And it was like the major test, I think. I feel like it was like the test of whether, you know, your friends vibe with me. I think so. A little bit. But like, I don't know. You're so cool. Like, I feel like you have that. Miles can leave me anywhere and I will talk to anybody. (laughs) It's true. I'll talk to anybody about it. Doesn't matter what we're talking about. I will fake it until I make it. Okay. So then after we spent this like really cute weekend together with like my friends and just like having all the activities, like where we were like tubing and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, river tubing. Your friends had like a DJ yeah. booth kind of set up for the night. Totally. I don't know. It was just it was like a super fun weekend. It was a very great weekend. Agreed. And then it was like a bit it was kind of chaotic because you, um, we took one car up, yes. we went back to my house, um, and you literally had to basically go, switch like, switch cars, yeah, grab your truck. There was like truck. an emergency that with my that my friend had, and I had to like go go to her and like yeah, I don't know. I just like I felt like after that weekend, I remember like sitting in my car and like you were looking up, at, like I was looking up at you. Yeah, you were sitting in your car ready to go because uh, you had to go back down to the city for your, for your yeah. fight and stuff like that. And um, we like kissed goodbye yeah. and like just kind of like we're staring at each other and I was like, oh, do I say it? And then Miles like grabbed my, <laughs> grabbed my face in the cutest way possible. And then you like kissed me again and you were like, I love you. And I, like my face was like, <laughs> I'd never seen <laughs> like jaw drop face before. It was so funny. I was so not. I did not expect you to say that. 
I didn't. Ex- I didn't expect it caught at all. You, you caught me so <laughs> off guard. I was like, my jaw was on the floor, but yet I was smiling all at the same time. Yeah, that was our first time saying "I love you." Uh, it was perfect, and I was happy that I don't know. It was like a. It was like a spur of the moment. So, we had the big moment of saying "I love you," mm-hmm. and then I feel like everything, like as much as we want to take our time, everything definitely was like escalated pretty quick. Um, like things were coming out. Uh, you were living with a roommate at the time. She was moving back to Montreal. I was living up North. You were kind of talking about back and forth, whether you wanted to get a place up North or get yourself a condo. Mm-hmm. There's a kind right. of perfect, I just feel like as much as timing wasn't on our side for so long, I feel like fate and time just like really stepped in for us. Like, y- you know, your lease was up. And I offered you to like move up to kind of move in with me exactly. to see if you actually even liked living out of the city. Yeah, because I had been questioning for like a really long time if I wanted to leave the city. Mm-hmm. Like, I just like I find such peace being around like nature and water. And I just like, I don't know, I feel like my soul was like ready to like ground a bit. You know, like I, I just I think I was so anxious living yeah. in the city for 12 years. Totally. And it was a perfect spot, right? Like yeah. I wasn't too far away from the city and it was a it was a, a chance for you to see if you actually enjoyed your mm-hmm. time up there and if the commute wasn't too bad. So uh, you moved in. So we made it official in June yeah. and then you moved in, I think just before Christmas. So just before yeah. December, December basically mm-hmm. moved in and had our first Christmas together. Yeah. And then it was one thing after another. It's true. Just, then, then we ended up like, we were, we were snowboarding. We were just, we have all the things in common. So the yeah. things like even in winter, we were snowboarding and still going on like winter hikes. But I think like, honestly, like, I think like once I moved up and I like quit my job and like mm-hmm. just oh, like yeah, started a lot of things working happened. for myself. Like, I don't know. I just like, I think I was just like ready to like surrender to the universe and like surrender to what was mm-hmm. happening. And like, I think I've like held myself back in so many ways, I think for so long, especially when it came to like, really letting myself be in a relationship that I was like, I don't know. I just like, I was like ready to just dive into this. And I'm like, okay, like what are the things that we, what are the things that we want? Like, why am I going to wait? Like, you know, 10 years until like, this is like, like, like accepted by society. Like, I think that was just stupid. And I was like, like, screw this. Like, okay, we lived together. It was a few months that we lived together. And then I was like, okay, let's buy a house. Like (laughs) I'm, ready for this like i'm sick of like paying rent like mm-hmm. i just like want to move into this like chapter uh, of but life. i also feel like us knowing each other for so long there's that comfortability that you wouldn't normally get with when you just totally. meet, meet somebody so. right like when we were talking about you know diving in yeah um i would say yeah we we jumped in but at the same time we've also known each other for so long that it didn't feel necessarily like we were jumping in like in our past relationships if no. that makes sense you know like everything just was really starting to click yeah and just perfect pieces and let's be honest like we don't really fight like no. we we it's bicker true. a lot yeah. because we're both like we stubborn annoy each other, and but. we <laughs> annoy each other for sure but like i can honestly say i don't think we've ever really had like a big blowout no like you know and i think that also solidifies our relationship a bit like i don't think we've ever both been in a relationship where we don't have those moments right mm-hmm. like but I've never, like, this is the thing that I, I have to say. And I don't want to, like, give this as advice for everyone. But this was, like, what worked for me. But I felt like once we, like, committed to each other, like, I didn't have a doubt in my mind of, like, that I was making the wrong decision. You know, Absolutely. like, 
I knew, I don't know, there was just like, there was a part of me that knew that like, was like, I want to marry this person. I want to buy a house with this person. I want to like give this person like all of what I can give, you know? And I don't know. I just like, I've never felt that way with anyone that I'd ever been with in my last like, you know. I don't think so either. And I think that goes back, honestly, I think it goes back full circle to like our first time meeting. Like we had that spark and Mm -hmm. like, you know, even most friendships can't survive, let's say 10 or 12 years with like, people coming in and out of your life and barely talking. Like a lot of people need that like constant communication to feel validated mm-hmm. of why, you know, they're friends or, you know, I have maybe one or two close friends where I don't have to talk to them all the time, but the the casual check-in doesn't change anything Yeah, where we had that instant moment connection how 12 years ago mm-hmm. and any life major life thing that came away, we were always in each other's lives. Like yeah. one of us would always reach out. Totally. And I feel like, Again, I'm going to go back to that, like, Nicholas Sparks, like, notebook. Yeah. Like, there was something there that even for myself, I knew that we were we were meant to be. Like, mm-hmm. there was no doubt in my mind that it wasn't going to happen. Totally. You know, and, like, I think that was, you know, when I came on too strong, when you were telling, oh, there's no spark. But there was, because you're a liar and stubborn. Um, I feel like it comes to that moment where, like, I was fully ready to be like, listen, like, I know. I know you're my person. Mm-hmm. I know you're my person. I also had stipulate. Miles gave me stipulations too, right? Like, okay, we started, you know, everything was speeding up. We're talking about, let's get a house. We bought a dog, you know, we got a dog together. And yet Miles had the stipulation that I couldn't propose within like the first year. I was like, you're not together. allowed to propose in, until we have a house is what I said. Yes. I, I wasn't allowed to propose until we had a house until um, after one year. Yeah. So then, um, Miles also was like, oh, I think we need to buy a house now, like hinting, right? Like, oh, maybe this is how this is how I can get around the stipulations that I put on our relationship. And I hope that you all have enjoyed this little, yeah, an inside look, I think, into like our of how dating is. And I don't know, I think it's a good testament that like, you know, to not to keep working on yourself. And I think the right person will like come into your life when it's when it's meant to be you know and maybe that person is, has been there all along i think it's uh i think it's a definitely a good insight of our beginning of our relationship and kind of like the progression and stuff there's so much more to talk about though i feel like we need to talk about like on um, you know a- anything that like surprises most mm-hmm. you know later on yeah so i hope you all will stay tuned for some more of our private bits his name the private bits i love it i just wanted to take a moment and thank all of you for listening to this episode of our private bits be sure to rate and review on spotify and look out for the next episode (laughs) bye cuties If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.